Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ once again. We appreciate the Lord for his protection and his mercy. And we really appreciate that he is a promise keeper. He said he will be with us and even in us until the end of the world. And that we can see on daily basis. Our Lord will be with us during the time of prosperity and as well as during the time of adversity, he will be with us during health, 
and as well during sickness you will be with us during our youth you will be with us even during our old age you will be with us uh, during life and he will be with us even in the midst of death because he is a promise keeper now let's just bow our heads before we read the weight gracious heavenly father we appreciate you for the time that you have granted to us we want to appreciate you dear god for protection and mercy we want to appreciate you for granting us wholesomeness dear god and lord we realize that as the world is despondent but we've got every reason to be rejoicing because we see that all things that you foretold have come to pass dear god and it can only mean one thing it is a homegoing time as we commit everything to you in jesus christ's name amen now excuse me <clears throat> as we turn to the book of genesis chapter 1 verse 29 genesis 1 verse 29 i'm going to speak on underlying conditions underlying conditions i know it is a buzzword during our time but i've come to learn that the natural types the spiritual if there are natural underlying conditions there are as well spiritual underlying conditions genesis chapter 1 verse 29 it reads in this manner <clears throat> excuse me and god said to behold i've given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat <clears throat> amen now there i think it's verse 33 just got cut off verse 33 it says and every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you even as the green herb have i given you all things now <clears throat> excuse me as we continue genesis chapter 3 verse 18 and 19 he says the thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee and thou shall eat the herb of the field verse 19 in the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread now even before i get into my message a lot of times when vegetarians read these scriptures they get excited and say look it was foreordained for men for men to live on herbs not on meat and they've got various reasons on that uh, but i beg to differ and i'll show you why i beg to differ there is nothing wrong on being a vegetarian it's a matter of choice but it cannot be something that is imposed upon everybody under the disguise of it being a scriptural stand stance standpoint now romans 14 verse 1 which will address the issue of vegetarians it reads in this manner him that is weak in the faith receive ye but not to doubtful not to not to doubtful disputations for one believeth that he may eat all things another who is weak eateth herbs let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not 
not and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth for God hath received him now I mean here the Bible simply says let us not discriminate to one another on the basis of diet but I'm not on diet I'm going to speak on spiritual or underlying conditions now the moment you speak about underlying conditions i think during our time especially with this uh, advent of covid-19 we hear often about underlying conditions that they make you more susceptible to a severe case of covid-19 now Underlying conditions as well could be what is called pre-existing conditions. Those that have taken medical aids would know, often they would ask you whether you do have a pre-existing condition. In some instances, they would be referring to what we would call lifestyle diseases. Now, before I get to speak about the spiritual perspective on this matter, let me just take a couple of minutes and speak on the natural side of it. I am of a strong view that the world, especially the scientists, the food technologists, the GMO scientists, have been feeding the world a substandard food for over a long period of time. Now, after we've been fed substandard food for a long period of time, and those the, the food that we were fed created what we would call lifestyle diseases. Now, when now we have this novel virus called COVID-19. It seemed to be targeting the very problem that was created by scientists in the food field. And we want to unpack that, but later we will migrate and show the spiritual side of things. The prophet says in the message, the identified masterpiece of God, paragraph 42, he says, whatever you eat, you can only live physically because something died that you could live. At the Mindia, we are referring to even vegetarians. Now, whatever you do, even drink milk, the bacteria, whatever, you have to live by, you have to live by dead substance. And it only goes to prove if we have to live this natural life and can only do it by dead substance, Something had to die so that we could live eternally. That's Jesus Christ that God gave for us as a ransom. Now, the prophet is showing that for us to live naturally, something has got to die because we live on dead substance. And if that is the case naturally, it is the case spiritually. For us to live spiritually, there had to be something that had to die spiritually for us to live spiritually. And in this case, God himself gave Jesus Christ as a ransom. Now, even vegetarians, they may speak about that they do not shed blood, but we know that you cannot eat garbage unless it dies. 
everything that you eat has to die first. Now, I am speaking, I'm saying, I believe that in recent times, and especially from 1972, especially in this country or around the world, when the way to junk food became, was commercialized or became popular and then adopted uh, Ligscon by many people. And this was offered under the disguise of conveniency. But today, we are being killed by the food that we consume. And that is why I would want to say what, made, what makes the diseases that are coming up in the end time to be severe is because humanity had been subjected to food genocide for a, long, for a prolonged period of time. Now, I don't know, but I would give you a homework that you go and investigate countries where GMO food is illegal and check the correlation of the banning of GMO food with life expectancy in those countries. Now, in South Africa, we know what we would call the countryside. Here we call it the rural side. People used to live longer. But when the fast food outlets began to be rolled out in rural areas, then we saw the life expectancy dropping, meaning that people that used to live on natural food or organic food, they started now feeding on GMO. Then we saw high blood pressure cases skyrocketing, diabetes cases skyrocketing, and we began to see what I would call premature graves in the rural side under the disguise of civilization. Now, that is why I want to say there's been genocide that has been food genocide that has been unfolding to unsuspecting humanity now i don't want to get into the conspiracies around the disease that we see but we know the prophecy says in the end time there shall be a gem warfare where nations will breed germs against each other now, when you look at the COVID-19 mutations and how it mutates, I mean, we just received a vaccine in South Africa. And now, by the time it was ordered, the efficacy was around 57%. By the time it reached our shores, the efficacy had dropped to 22%, which tells you that the virus had mutated at such a, a fast pace until the scientist or a vaccine that was uh, 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 that they came up with to help with the virus was now had no efficacy or the efficacy had been compromised severely. Now, I, I don't know whether is this a product of laboratory, but signs are there that something is up in the air and I believe that a discerning believer would know that something is taking place here but what amazes me is that this virus when you look in in the states 
it 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 targeted the people that somewhat had been obese, uh, people with high blood pressure, people with diabetes, some with HIV. Now I don't know, but we'll unpack this. Now this is the what I would call avoid fast food. Fact, today, more than 95% of all chronic disease is caused by food choice. Toxic food, ingredients, natural uh, nutritional deficiencies, and lack of physical exercise. Now, the natural type spiritual, this, the spirit side of things. Now, if 95% of chronic diseases are caused by food choice, I would like to believe that 95% of spiritual conditions that we see today are caused as well by food choice, and in this case, spiritual food choice. Now, Brother Brenham in the message, the flesh and red light of the sign of his coming, paragraph 71, he says a few years ago, look where man has got, has got, has got to. In his body, hallelujah, he says, in his body, a few, years, a few years ago, look where man has got to, in his body. Look where he's got to, by the things he has done. Science is constantly trying to make a better food, hybrid corn, corn hybrid tomatoes, hybrid food, when the stuff is no good at all. It's killing the people. And they don't realize it. Why? In a few more years, there will be nothing but just a bunch like a jellyfish. Folks, these people have been compromising our immune system for a number of years. And now there is a disease that needs our immune system to fight it, but our immune system has been compromised and it has been compromised by the food that we consume. The prophet says, this is a prophet messenger, they are killing the people. And I want to say, even today, they are killing the people. And I, this is not a, a healthy talk as such, but I think if you are a believer, and I think Muslims, with, I mean, Muslims, there is no truth in Muslim religion that I'm not going to beat about the bushes. But what I like about them is how discerning, how suspicious they are of superpowers. The Muslims would go to an extent that they would look into the food that they eat. I don't want to introduce that in the message. is not a doctrine. But I think if you've got a certain reasonable degree of wisdom, you would know that we are being killed by the food that we consume. And as a result, we had much better wake up. Now, if we wake up naturally, we must wake up spiritually as well. If they are killing us by the natural food, 
they have been killing us as well by the spiritual food as well. The world is dying. Here I'm speaking in general terms. I'm not speaking only to the message community. A lot of what is going on in denominational cycles is killing the people spiritually. Now, <clears throat> the prophet says in the message, God's power to transform, paragraph 117, he says now how that how now how the poison has struck the church and struck the earth Satan's poison upon the seeds has put cavities in it and called it to be caused it to be deformed more and more He sinks deeper into the hearts of the churches and in the hearts of the people and everything, science, science, until it's become a place where the human race has been interbred. I believe every seed should bring forth of its kind and the human race and the plant and all being interbred has brought us to a place in eating our food from the earth which our bodies has made has made hybrid it's put out to whole minds now if our bodies are falling from 20 to 25 years old because of degenerated cells by hybrid foods don't our brain cells degenerate isn't that cells also that's why ricky runs through the street here with this hot rod while ricketers and elevators and many of them as would call call name would call name out here half naked before the people mentally gone no more conception so conceptions of decency or morals brethren <laughs> the prophet of god here is simply telling us that the food that we eat contributed to the degeneration of cells and the degeneration of cells is what creates cancer in our bodies now it says if that if if the food can help the cells in the body to generate degenerate how about the brain cells says couldn't it be the case that the reason we see the madness that we see in the end time is because of the food that people consume is deep you 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 see brother brenham was here to expose the satan in every form now here he's not speaking spiritually he's speaking naturally in some messages says our young women reach menopause before their time because of the food that they consume now i know it will sound a bit like health talk but it is not in the message the water of separation paragraph 20 he says i just learned from some medical research the other day what leprosy caused from the wrong diet that's what causes sin is the wrong spiritual diet it causes eating leprosy that only god alone can cure now brethren if leprosy and if 90-80% of diseases are caused by the food choice, now the prophet comes, he says, 
the diet, wrong diet contributes to that. And it says, similarly, spiritually, the wrong spiritual diet contributes to what we see today. Now, when we came into the message in the early years, the message community had what I would call an appetite to have a higher standard compared to everybody and their standard was the word of God. Our young people knew that they were different from the world. Our pastors knew that they were different from the world. Our churches were different from the world. But in recent times, there seems to be a push that somewhat we need to gravitate to the levels where we become acceptable. That is why the word or a phrase that has been abused in the message community, it is the phrase that you must be balanced. I agree that you have to be balanced between uh, being liberal and being legalistic. But a lot of times it is being used as an euphemism that you need not to be too holy, to be too fanatical about the message of the hour or about what you believe in. Now, brethren, we are different. If we compromise on the diet, the, the reason what we see coming up in the end time is because somewhat we, we have, and I'm taking responsibility as a collective here, the, the ministers, the clergy in the message, somewhat began to compromise the message of the hour. And that one we can, we can engage in it. We have seen wrong doctrines rising in the message of the hour, eighth messengers rising. We have seen extremism rising in the message where men even introduce polygamy in the message of the hour. And now you begin to see the young people that we are producing, then you realize that there is a problem with the diet. The young people of yesterday were able to withstand Satan anywhere on the school grounds, on the playground, on the university ground, on in workplaces. But the young people today, most of them go on to their social media. They hardly even speak about the message of the hour. They seem to be a shame to associate with the message of the hour is because we have tempered with the diet and that diet, the wrong diet that has been introduced is beginning to produce leprosy, spiritual leprosy in the camp. And the prophet says only God can heal that. Now, I'm speaking about underlying conditions. You as a believer, you could be having underlying conditions. A church that you are in could be having underlying conditions. The country that you are part of could be having underlying conditions. Your marriage could be having underlying conditions. Your family could be having underlying conditions. Your children could be having underlying conditions. Now, underlying conditions or an underlying condition, it's something that is there, although hidden, but it is so important that it determines the shape and the effect 
of something even though it is not explicit. So, we, we wonder today people divorce. And we wonder why are they divorcing? But later we find out that we may blame that, oh, this happened in marriage. But you find that before the event that separated them happened, all over the years, there was an underlying condition that was untreated and Satan took advantage of that underlying condition. Churches split, even in the message of the hour. Why are they split? Why would you split a church when you've got such the truth? It's because, it's not the message, it's because you find that in the church there was an underlying condition. And I'm going to show you that even in Brenham Tabernacle, while Brother Brenham was there, there was an underlying condition that he spoke about it in that church. So we have to be careful of underlying conditions because if they are not treated, we may not be able to withstand an attack when an attack comes. Now, Brother Brenham says in the message, the angel of God, paragraph 26, he says, here not long ago, there was a woman come across the platform, very saintly looking woman, and she walked up on the platform, and she had one ear deaf. I just detected a deaf spirit. Now, the deaf spirit is something that was apparent. I tried to rebuke it, and it stayed with the woman. And while looking at her, I, I seen a young lady standing in front of me about 14 years old. She is now in a vision. And she took the road that's wrong. I begin to tell. I told the woman that she had a baby before she was even married. Then and then she married a man. She left him. And but that was some religious cult caused her to marry some other man. She didn't love him. She left him. I said, you are living with a, a husband now that you are having all kinds of trouble. And that woman fainted on the platform. And when she rose up from there, she screamed, God have mercy on me. And when she did, God opened up her ear and gave her the baptism of the Holy Spirit standing on the platform right there. Let's look at this case. The deaf spirit is something that was visible. Everybody would say, this woman has got a challenge. She cannot hear. But when it came to the man of God, he as well assumed that it's a deaf spirit and he attempted to rebuke it. But it stayed right there until an underlying condition was revealed to the problem and it was tied to marriage and divorce. Do you see what we are talking about here? I will show a few cases like that. Now, in the message, the greatest battle ever fought, paragraph 4-0, Brother Brenham says, one brother here who had been having trouble with his wife years ago, she raised her head in a meeting where that I was having a service. 
and I had asked them to keep their head about head down, had an evil spirit that wouldn't leave a woman on the platform. And the lady, just irreverent, raised her head anyhow, and the spirit left the woman on the platform and went to her. And this is around 14 years. She was in a service. The prophet said, let's bow our heads. She just becomes irrelevant, irreverent, wandering around. How many of such cases do we see even in church? Let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. People keep wondering. Now, for 14 years, this woman battled with her her husband, because of something that took place in a service 14 years ago. And the underlying condition is that she had an irrever irreverent spirit. Let's continue. And this is around 14 years. And the lady has been in serious condition so much, even mentally, till she does things that's not even right. She lost her mind. For instance, left her own husband, went and married another man while she was still living with her husband and claimed she didn't know she had done it. They tried to examine her for this. What is it you call that uh, amnesia? My, ever, my, ever what that name is. I guess that's right, Doctor. But it wasn't that. You see? They came to a point where they thought because she's changing men is because she had amnesia. But the prophet said it was not amnesia. He says, but it wasn't that. It was a spirit. And the lady was a fine friend of mine. But from that time on, she deliberately hated me because you can see why it was. Let's break down this case. She is in a service. She is in a service. She becomes irreverent. A spirit leaves the platform and comes into her. From that time, she begins to change men, although she was married. She is taken to the doctors because they realized something was wrong mentally until that some doctors thought that it was amnesia. Now, the prophet comes and says it was not amnesia. It was a spirit. Now, amnesia, mental instability, those were some of the things that were visible. But an underlying condition, the woman had no reverence for the word of God. Now, let's put it this way. The prophet says, then he, we, we are close as a family, we are friends. Then from there, she began to hate me. And it says, it was not here, it was that spirit. Now, here I want to bring it here. There are people that hate Brother Brenham in the denominations. And I am going to shock you that there are even people in the message that goes to the message church that despises Brother Brenham. And when you go and check it is an underlying If you tell me a person could be in the message for 30 years and leave the message and condemn Brother Brenham, even though you would never even find Brother Brenham guilty of one sin, what is that? It means they had been in the message for 30 years, but there was an underlying condition. Now, every time where you find a man hating 
the prophet messenger, just go and check that a lot of times you would find that there is an underlying condition as far as marriage and divorce issues are concerned. You cannot leave your wife and marry another one and still love Brother Branham. You cannot be entangled in marriage and divorce issues and love the prophet as a man. Now, when it is a woman that hates the prophet, go and check. There's always issues of conduct. No, I Brother Brenham was narrow-minded. Brother Brenham was not the prophet of God. Oh, there is this thing, thing that he said, they don't make sense. That, that You think that's the condition. That's not a condition. The underlying condition, this person may have the desire for the world because of they don't want to adhere to conduct or is a man that wants the second wife because Brother Branham is a stumbling block. He hates the messenger. I've said it and I'm not going to change about it. There are people that hate the prophet messenger or despise him even in the message because he prevents them from doing certain things and they begin to look for mistakes on the man of God while is because they are driven by underlying conditions as this woman hated him but it was not because of hatred it's because she had underlying condition the prophet continues in the myth the greatest battle ever 46 paragraph 41 about these cases then when her husband came we knelt in the room to pray then the holy spirit came down that was it then he appeared to her husband that night in a dream and he came back with a dream and he thought it was jokey come to find out it was the very answer to his wife's healing how that the holy spirit did deal now my question would be you that believe as a family and move as a family and address issues as a family and thinks revelation is a family are you not sometimes because when you are a husband and you're not designing you can become a victim of your wife's underlying condition when you are a wife married to a husband you can become a victim of your husband's underlying condition if you do not have discernment i'm speaking about underlying conditions here in the message total deliverance Paragraph 74. And the very next day, there was a man from Chicago who is a great man, a Catholic just converted. The valves in his heart was swelled out like an inflated inner tube. And they had been trying to cut them out for a long time, was going to. And he wouldn't let them. Finally, he found an interview. Them interviews, we stay right with it till we find out what's wrong. In the interview, we stay right with it until we find out what's wrong. Because in the private interviews, Brother Bram, that's where he goes to check what is the underlying condition. Hmm. And the man had no more than come in till the Holy Spirit went back down through his life and called out something he had done when he was an altar boy in the Catholic. He said, that's the truth. That's the honest truth. He said, do you mean that was against me? I said, that's the only shadow 
that I can see in your life. Listen to this. This man was attending a message church. This man had left a Catholic. He was once an altar boy, but now he has come following the message of the hour by the look of things. But now he had a problem of the heart. Now, Brother Brenham, the problem of the heart is what a doctor can see. But sometimes a doctor can see a medical condition, but would not see the underlying condition that causes that medical condition. A psychologist can see, as we have seen about that woman that had committed adultery and that had lost her mind, and when she came into the presence of the man of God and Brother Branham picked it up, what happened in the car with another man. Now, when you look at those things, it's a condition, but it takes the prophetic insight or the prophetic or a vision to see the underlying condition. The Holy Ghost is the only one that can expose an underlying condition. Now, this man, many years later, he is a believer. He has moved on. Now he has a hard trouble. But God takes him back to when he was still an altar boy in the Catholic Church. And he even asked the prophet, do you mean that was against me? And the prophet said, that's the only shadow that I can see in your life. I don't know what this man did. I have no details of this case. I don't know what is it that a man would have done in a Catholic church, maybe be baptized and be come and follow the message. And many years later, God shows him right back where he comes from. I don't know. But you see, being a believer, and especially being a message believer, it is such a high calling that if you were to steal a property of somebody and later come into the message and be baptized and be part of the fellowship, the message demands that you need to go back to the people that you robbed and face them and tell them that I robbed you. And when I robbed you, I did not know better, but now I'm a child of God. And I'm here that I may engage in a restitution process that I may be able to restore what I stole from you. Now, if you do it like that, sometimes God becomes so gracious that those people would even say, forget about it. But how many of us, can go back there and fix it. Many of us, we move on as if nothing happened. We are forgiven, but something, that thing keeps on coming after you. It's like a young girl that gets married and after she's married, she has never made confessions. Yes, young girl, you have to make confessions. If you don't make confessions, you're going to live in your marriage and that unconfessed fornication is gonna be is going to become an underlying condition later on five years ten years into the marriage somewhat your marriage doesn't work out sometimes you are fighting over time and when we go and check is because there is an underlying condition and that underlying condition is unforgive and un, un, unconfessing unconfessing
look at the underlying condition at Brenham Tabernacle. Here I'm going to be very direct. Most of the time in the message community, when a pastor dies, it has become a norm that that church would split. We have seen it all over. Once the pastor goes, then there is a church split. Why? Why? With few exceptions where it did not happen, but in the main, it happens. But why is it happening like that? Is because sometimes when your pastor is standing behind the pulpit and he is around, there are certain underlying conditions that are suppressed by his presence. And it is only after his death then when you begin to see each other's true colors. The true colors were there, but were hidden, were underlying conditions. We know at Brandon Temenekel, I don't want to get into the nitty gritties of it. Brother Brandon, in the message Hebrews, paragraph 276, he says, by the way, while I'm speaking, somebody in around this country somewhere is guilty of writing some cards to move Brother Brenham out of this pulpit. You are going to have to settle that with me. And I've got a question. I don't know. After Brother Brenham left, we still, I wonder, I wonder if these people ever made it and became successful in removing Brother Neville. Now, that was an underlying condition. And the prophecy, you're going to settle it with me. So that means Brother Branham is suppressing that underlying condition. And I say every church has an underlying condition. Every marriage has got an underlying condition. And those underlying conditions, when, when you acknowledge it and deal with it and treat it, and the only way to treat it is to allow the Holy Spirit to operate in that space because the Holy Spirit will heal that underlying condition. Now, what causes underlying condition is poor spiritual diet. What the cause is the underlying condition, even naturally, is poor natural diet. You become what you eat. If you eat junk, you become junk. Today, we wonder why believers are not the people that overcome. It's because of what they are eating. How many times do you set aside to read one book, listen to a tape, Meditate on the scripture. Those things don't happen anymore because we are engaged social media. We are engaged on WhatsApp. We are engaged. But as much as we are engaged and it's a busy world, but you must have a time where you detox from those things that may poison your soul. And that may create an underlying condition. Now, as we come to the end of this broadcast, I have a question for you as an individual. Do you have an underlying condition? I have a question for you as a family. 
do you have an underlying condition because when there is an underlying condition that is not treated the devil will release a virus that will come and exacerbate that underlying condition the virus is not powerful what makes the virus to be powerful is because it finds an underlying condition what makes satan is not dangerous is not harmful to a believer but what makes the devil to be harmful to a believer is because there is an underlying condition every man i have officiated many marriages you stand before a couple and when they come there they make their vows they love each other you can see even when they exchange vows tears are streaming down their cheeks what makes them a year or two years down the line to turn around for a man to look at the woman and say you are the devil or the woman turn around and look at the man and say you are a dog is because there was an underlying condition that was not treated What makes a church that enjoys the message that gathers many years brothers and sisters that are there for each other doing things for each other raising children together being one sweet fellowship what makes them overnight to turn around and even through chase at each other hate each other take each other to court is because all along there was an underlying condition that was not treated what makes a man that supported his pastor for a number of years to turn around and hate him if it is not doctrinal because brahman says stay with the man as long as he stays with the weight if he leaves the weight leave that man but most of the time underlying condition what makes our children that were brought before the altar and bid and have been dedicated under the banner of the message of the hour have been raised to believe that god returned in the form of a pillar of fire 2000 years later they play in our band they sing songs they come and become a blessing and in no time they are gone back to the world what is the problem underlying condition What makes pastors in our time that used to agree and invite each other and preach for each other and they were so united they were such a united force against Satan what makes them today to cut each other down gossip about each other attack each other on the pulpit what makes it that underlying condition How many underlying conditions are there you need to do an introspection but for every individual and for every assembly and everyone be deliberate about what you are feeding on because what you are feeding on can create an underlying condition and the devil will release a virus to explore your vulnerability that has been created by that underlying condition some of the underlying conditions can be cured by picking up a call brother my sister i'm sorry i did not treat you well i'm sorry some of the underlying conditions in families it's all about coming around and say look i wasn't supposed to do it that way 
I apologize. I'm sorry. Some of the underlying conditions could be treated by just pure confession. Lord, I failed you. I need your grace. Be gracious to me. And the underlying condition is addressed. But what makes the underlying condition to be there for a prolonged period of time sometimes is pride. Lack of humility. Lack of reverence. Exacerbate underlying conditions. And in no time, the devil releases the virus and he finishes you off. May God help us with our underlying conditions. May he help our children with their underlying conditions. May he help our marriages with their underlying conditions. May he help our ministries with underlying conditions. Let me give you something before I go. A young girl could dress so wealthy, although she was raised right. And everybody accuses her that she loves, she loves wealthiness, only to find that she does not love wealthiness. It's because she's got a poor self-esteem and she wants to be affirmed by the world. The condition is wealthiness, but the underlying condition is poor self-esteem. A young girl, I spoke about this many a times, where she was on a double-decker bed on top, and her father said, to jump off the bed, I will catch you. A young girl at the age of four, she jumped off, and the father folded his arms, and the young girl fell hard on the floor. And the father picked her up and said, look, Never ever trust anyone. She went on as she grew up. She struggled in marriage. She had many broken marriages. She struggled with relationship with her colleagues until when she came before a psychologist, a psychologist or it was a psychiatrist that was able to search in her subconscious mind and discovered that that incident that happened when she was four years old messed up her, the, her rest of her life. That's why she had lack of trust because of that incident. So that created an underlying condition. It's not because she had difficulty or hated people, but because there was an underlying condition. My question to you, what is your underlying condition that you are afraid to confront and correct or treat so that you are free indeed? Some people fight people. They will look for war wherever they go. And until we say this person is problematic, this person is toxic, but you find that when you go and sit down with them, you find that these things that they are showing are created by an underlying condition. Something happened that nobody knows about that drives that belief, that behavior. 
God help us with underlying conditions as we bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we appreciate you for the time that you have granted to us. We pray for every brother, pray for every sister, and Lord, may you heal all the underlying conditions so that spiritual viruses should not finish us off. And dear God, help us to be sensible. We live during a time where wicked men have unleashed attacks upon humanity, but we know you will protect us, dear God, as we commit everything to you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you richly. May God be gracious and may God help us with our underlying conditions. Shalom.